to prioritize your health, it needs to be a priority. It sounds so simple, but it's thinking about how do I build my business with my health in mind, rather than how do I build my business and then slot my health in after. If you're ready to say yes to your wealthiest and most abundant life, overflowing bank accounts, and a deep sense of inner fulfillment, well, then you are definitely in the right place. Welcome to the Girl Unfiltered podcast. I'm your host, Helena Grace Donald, and I'm a money mindset expert, success, and business coach. But really, all you need to know is that I am obsessed with helping women feel safe and in total flow around money. So let's do this. Hello, loves, and welcome back to the Girl Unfiltered podcast. I'm your host, Helena Grace Donald, and I have another beautiful lady joining me in this powerful conversation today. She's called Frankie Jones, and she is such a special human being, such a magical, powerful energy, and like literally whenever I receive a voice note from her, and she just oozes positivity and light and warmth and love. And I have the pleasure of having coached her for a few months now in one of the masterminds that I'm a money mindset expert in. So I was very excited to invite her to join me on the podcast today for a few reasons, but primarily being because I think that the specific work that she does with female entrepreneurs is really powerful, really incredible and quite unique. And I honestly want more of us to be talking about the kind of work that Frankie does, because I think it is so important for not only our inner health, it's also for our emotional health, our mental health, our physical well-being, our emotional well-being. And of course, when we have that foundation set within ourselves, within our bodies, within our minds, that is inevitably going to have a huge knock-on effect on your business, on your income, on your revenue, on your energy levels, on how you show up in your business and how you show up for yourself and show up for your family. And I know that you listening, and I know that myself included, that is what we're here for. That is the mission that we have on our hearts. Um, And so let me tell you a little bit about what actually Frankie does. So She is an advanced colon hydrotherapist. I had to slow down when saying those three words so I didn't stumble over them. And a detox specialist. But don't let that freak you out. Don't let that cause you to turn this podcast episode off because it's not just about that. And we're going to talk about what that means on a much more spiritual and emotional level than maybe you've ever heard it talked about before. And she supports six-figure female entrepreneurs with stress management. So important because we can be running on autopilot and it can be an autopilot button of stress without us even realizing until it's too late. So we'll talk about that too, what that can do to the body and how we can fix that and heal that. And she does this so really women can scale to the next level of success without burnout because we do not want burnout ladies and it can creep up on you and hit you so hard. And I really don't want any of you, any of you, any of you to go through that in your life and business. 
So Frankie has worked in the wellness industry for over 10 years. She's best known for being an expertise in detoxing, but not the kind of detoxing that maybe you've tried before. She's an expert in the vagus nerve. Don't worry, I didn't know what that was until I talked to her either. <laughs> the colon and the liver. And she's on a mission to show female entrepreneurs how to fuel their bodies and their bank accounts, but without compromising their health. That's why I wanted her to come on this podcast because I am very passionate about this, especially at the place that I'm in, in my life and my business right now. So without further ado, join me in this beautiful conversation and don't forget to head on over to my Instagram at girl underscore unfiltered afterwards and let me know what your big takeaways were from this conversation. Frankie Jones, welcome to the Girl Unfiltered podcast. I'm so excited for our conversation today. (laughs) Me too. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. I feel like you have such an interesting niche or niche. I don't know. We both use, we use both words, whatever people prefer, niche, niche. (laughs) And you do such powerful work in this industry. And there there aren't that many people, honestly, doing what you do and speaking about what you do on the level that you do. And so that's why I just had to cover you come onto the podcast, because I think it's such an integral piece of any ambitious woman's pie. (laughs) Yeah. So with that being said, could you just share probably because you can do it better than I can, a bit more about what you do and why you are so passionate about what you do. So my my background and my history is that I um, am an advanced colon hydrotherapist and a detox specialist. So I've been working with my clients for over 10 years, working on their gut health. And part of that also ended up being their emotional health. The two are really closely linked. Um, So bringing that into where we are now is I support female entrepreneurs really with their physical, their emotional and their soul health while they are growing and scaling their business. Because something that I've really noticed is that as the business takes off, their health can really decline and there can be this real kind of disconnect between the two. So um, what I do is I support my clients through detox through um, mindset work and really bringing the energies together and taking care of the body to support them in growing and sustaining and scaling their business. Mm, Absolutely. And we're going to deep dive into all of those aspects, but I think you kind of hit the nail on the head that maybe we should just go straight for it and talk about that is that I even found personally, even though I am somebody who is and has been for quite a while, especially since moving to LA, where it's like the home of healthy eating and all the supplements and all the things. I was like, whoa, oh my God, this is how other people live. Um, I'm really passionate about that and looking after my body and nourishing my body from the inside out. But I will say that especially as my business really took off and more so even over the last couple of years, I started to find myself even having beliefs like, I don't have time for that, or I don't have time to work out the way that I want to work out, or I wasn't prioritizing necessarily nourishing my body quite as much as I had been before with really powerful foods because I wasn't prioritizing it. And I think a lot of that can really be down to the beliefs that you're telling yourself. And I think I was telling myself a limiting belief, like, 
even as strongly, because I'm always, as you know, unraveling my limiting beliefs. And I think it was almost along the lines of something about not getting to have it all. Like, oh yeah, you're really making money now. And oh yeah, you're really successful. And yes, things are taking off. But do you really think that you can really have a really healthy body at the same time and feel really good in, in yourself? I was blocking that. So I'm really curious because I know that's a piece of the work that you do is beliefs, not just, you know, the inner healing. What have you found in your your line of work that blocks women in that sense? Yeah, this is something that is, I, I see with everybody. In the beginning of your business, you are just trying to get it off the ground. You want to welcome clients. You're trying mm-hmm. to um, create programs and align yourself and really step into the alignment energy. And it does form part of the unraveling and the belief system and one of them is you know I just don't have time I've got all these different hats that I need to wear I've got all these I've got a big long tick list and things like that to prioritize your health it needs to be a priority it sounds so simple but it's thinking about how do I build my business with my health in mind rather than How do I build my business and then slot my health in after? And the thing is, when we're growing, when we're building our businesses, we are the creator of our business. So we can create it however we want to create it. We can start our clients at 10, 11 o'clock to allow for the self-care and the you time, the taking time for breakfast in the morning. We can finish our day Mm. at three o'clock to go on a sunset walk. I'm I'm just channeling my, you know, living in LA with you right now. <laughs> I love it. There's not many sunsets in the UK. <laughs> you know, we can plan our day to really work for us and work for our health. But so many people don't do that. And it's really asking yourself why and what needs to shift within that. And, and part of that is unraveling the beliefs. Like you say, you don't get to have it all. You haven't got enough time. That not having enough time really just falls into the hustle um, culture and the yeah. grind that you see, that you see so many clients saying that they're not doing, but they are because they're mm. not prioritizing their, their health. It's just kind of another mm. angle on the hustle culture. So yeah, there are many, many layers to it. Part of it also can be that they don't want to let parts of their business go to other people to be supported by other people whether that's hiring a VA or copywriter or, you know, there's kind of this Mm. control around their business, but you can't do it all. You haven't got enough energy to do it all behind the scenes in your business and still pour into your clients and still have something left for yourself at the end of the day to enjoy life with, spend your family, you know, spend with your family. Mm. So it really does require peeling back the layers and asking yourself, you know, if you are suffering mentally and emotionally with your business or energetically finding it really hard to sustain why is that and you know as you know particularly with money mindset you can peel back the layers and all sorts can come out (laughs) but yeah absolutely peeling back the layers and there are always underlying you know beliefs in there I think also correct me if I'm wrong I think sometimes we're so used to the habits that we have that for some, we may not know what it looks like to 
sustain healthy energy levels or what it looks like to nourish our bodies in a way that really nourishes our emotional system and our well-being. And that's why, you know, I'm so excited to have you on here because not everyone knows how to um, and what that looks like. 100%. And this is the other side of, you know, there's there's the unraveling, but there's also the educating part as well. And the deprogramming and, you know, that we, because the, the diet culture is everywhere, isn't it? There's so much about what you should be eating, what you shouldn't be eating. There's a program for this, there's a program for that. It's all about health is so focused on weight that it becomes yeah. really distorted and people lose sight of what it actually means to be healthy. When we can differentiate the two, when we really think about being healthy and not being slim, believe me, weight will balance out. Some people need to put on more weight. Some people need to lose weight to be healthy. I'm using kind of uh, brackets there. But when we fo- if we focus on health, our weight will balance out naturally. But actually, don't give a shit what the scales say. If you feel good mm-hmm. and you have the energy within you to go about your day and really enjoy and you feel good within yourself. There are so many people that go on diets to lose weight, to seek validation within that area and still feel low energy, lethargic, feel rubbish within themselves. And they really haven't elevated their energy or anything else within their life. They've just dropped the numbers on the scale. So it's really about, you know, being open to learning about what your body needs on a physical and emotional energetic level and you know really learning about what what that looks like and then seeing how that can fit mm-hmm. in to your life but a lot of a lot of what we have to do in the very beginning is really kind of say you know get curious ask yourself questions is what you're doing supporting how you want to feel And starting from the ground, you know, the very bottom upwards and rebuilding what it looks like to be healthy, what it feels like to be healthy, what kind of foods that includes. And yeah, really starting from the bottom again. Yeah, absolutely. Because I know that when even when I hear the word detox, like I have (laughs) what I would call little T trauma, not big trauma, (laughs) little T trauma around (laughs) the experiences that I've had in my life where that was a thing. And I thought detoxing was, I don't even want to talk about what I thought detoxing was. I don't want to give anyone the idea to go and even (laughs) do it. And it was awful. And for me, it was always, and this was up until obviously I healed myself of this and healed myself of an eating disorder. It's like, it was always about losing weight. And I'm so not here for that anymore. And I'm so on the opposite end of the spectrum, but that is true. It's like, when you think about healthy eating or you think about detoxing, I think a lot of women can think, oh, this is for me to lose weight. And it's, that's not the messaging in your work. And so what might that process, that foundational process look like for you with a client? What, what are some of the differences? Yeah. So the difference between a diet and a detox in my world from a you know professional angle is that a diet essentially the only goal is to lose weight and actually there's never an end point a detox the word detox means to um, abstain from toxins or get rid of toxins from the body or harmful substances harmful substances and toxins within the body 
really pull our energy levels down. Our body has to work really hard in order to neutralize and process those toxins so that they don't become harmful to our vital organs. So we have this natural detox system within our body anyway. I hear this all the time. You don't need to detox, you've got a liver. Yes, you have a liver, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't need support. And so when we think about what detoxing actually is and how, uh, and we kind of look at the impact of that on the body, you know, people do feel that detoxing is drastic. It's, you know, intense and it's this, but but actually what we're doing every day is really drastic, really drastic, has really drastic impact and effects on our body every single day. But it's just our norm. And we haven't got the same association mm-hmm. with what we're putting in our body. But to me, I don't know what's drastic about eliminating all the things <laughs> that your body is actually really struggling to process and neutralize so that you can yeah. thrive and your body can actually energetically go to that next level because it's not working so hard on simply trying to neutralize and to keep you safe and alive so Mm -hmm. to go through a detox process it is an actual process and we have to think about the body you can't you can't just starve your way through a detox you can't drink your tea your way through, <laughs> drink tea, you know, all the way through a detox and expect to have the same effects. It is a real process. And we need to consider the liver, we need to consider the kidneys, we need to make sure, first of all, that the body has made way um, or cleared out some toxins within the colon to make way for the existing toxins that are being stored elsewhere within the body that are about to be released. So it's a real process and there's many stages to it. And also, you know, the body needs good fats to help you through that process. It needs an abundance of nutrients, vitamins and minerals to go through that process. So you really can't starve your way through a detox, which many people think that you do. And that's why it feels drastic. And what are some of the things that you feel? And this isn't to say things are bad or good or like label anything, but I'm just really curious when you talk about, you know, the... The fact that we can be overloading our systems with things yeah. that are really causing our body to have to focus on surviving. And, and obviously, when it's not so focused on putting energy into that, I'm guessing, obviously, the side effect is we have more mental clarity, we have more energy. Mm. So what are some yeah. of the habits or things that you see women or entrepreneurs overloading themselves with that maybe actually aren't working in their favor? There's a couple of layers to this. There's the there's what we're putting into our body, which are, you know, even just not cooking fresh food or having foods cooked from scratch and eating on the go, out of plastic, you know, things that've got hidden preservatives in, jars, even fat-free and sugar-free things that aren't naturally fat-free and sugar-free have been replaced with other chemicals, there's extra hormones mm-hmm. within our foods. So there's a lot within our foods that we don't realize we're consuming, that we're consuming and that adds loads onto the body. Now, the other side of that is that we, stress plays a huge part in the body's ability to detox. And I know that we've had a couple of brief conversations about the vagus nerve and you know how much I love to geek out over the vagus nerve. And we can go into that in more detail in a moment. But stress, 
essentially switches off the body's ability to go through this detoxification process. So there really does need to be two angles. And this is why my program became a mind-body detox and reset program, because the two really need to come together in order for us to really, truly, deeply, you know, peel back the layers and carry ourselves through this detox process. And then on the other side of that, yes, there's clarity, there's more energy. And it's amazing how you don't know how good you can feel until you feel mm-hmm. fucking fabulous. Like you don't know <laughs> how good you can feel. And it's just yeah. a really interesting, like even when I'm working, when I'm working with my clients, we're chatting about the detox beforehand. And they first time they're feeling, you know, a little bit apprehensive. They don't know what to expect. And I'm on the other end, like super excited for about what's to come for them. Yeah. <laughs> what's to come for them. So it's a really... I just love seeing the transformation and it's not even things that you can always put your finger on. It's just that energy. It's just different. It's just Mm. a different vibe. It's just a different, the different level, but other things that can improve sleep, IBS, tummy issues, bloating, things like that can, um, I see massive improvements in headaches, um, exacerbation of medical conditions, um, Gosh, there's, there's just a whole long list of things that we get used to living with. Yeah. We get used to having a shit night's sleep. We get used to having eczema or psoriasis in certain places. We get used to having, you know, mood swings at particular times of the month. We get used to having cycles that are getting longer and longer and longer. There's so many things that we are used to, we put up with and we feel like it's just us. But actually to take your body through that reset really gives it the opportunity to just bring things back right back to the beginning and have that reset. Absolutely. I'm kind of doing my own little reset at the moment. I know you are, Helena. I love it. (laughs) And I haven't, obviously, this is the first time that I've talked about it because this is my first interview since going through this. And at some point I'll talk in more depth about it, but not for anything other than honestly, my inner well-being and my mental health. I just got to a point where I felt for myself with where I'm at in my life in many aspects and also my business that this was my next step and my next level. So for I'm three and a half weeks into no caffeine, which is insane for me because I used to make it part of my identity that I had to have coffee. Like friends are can't even believe right now when I tell them I haven't had coffee because I was that friend who if we're staying in an Airbnb in like Palm Springs somewhere and there's the coffee machine isn't good enough I'm driving (laughs) to Starbucks in the morning (laughs) and don't and like don't talk to me until I have yeah and I'm literally sipping on what we now drink which is this like cacao turmeric reishi mushroom blend that I'm now drinking in the morning love it I love it (laughs) (laughs) and I haven't had any alcohol for over three and a half weeks and that was just a choice I made very very quickly and decided that was the best thing for me but interesting I'm only bringing this up because you were talking about some of those things like bloating Mm. and headaches and for me inflammation and it's really interesting to just see even though I wasn't doing it for these reasons like the inflammation that has gone down in my body that honestly, I think I'd been kind of ignoring was there. And 
no bloatedness. And I'm like, holy crap, this is just three weeks in from doing this. Yeah, it's amazing. And when your body is given the the chance and the opportunity, it's amazing how quickly it responds. You know, people, people feel like they have to, you know, it's this long road to recovery. And sure, like it can feel long if you're not really providing it or not really giving it the opportunity to heal and you know giving just providing that space but what's also really interesting I think is we can switch on and switch off kind of any underlying uh, medical conditions or genetic conditions with our lifestyle and stress management so you know the more that we're not really living intentionally and consciously when it comes to our habits to support our health the more we're going to exacerbate um, underlying problems and also stress management or stress has a massive impact on that as well. You mentioned about the inflammation um, seeing a big reduction in that and that's really interesting because the areas of inflammation within your body will also be sending signals back to the brain and you know your brain will, you'll be feeling that exhaustion you'll be feeling the mental exhaustion from the physical inflammation so to reduce that within your body you're then creating space within your brain and um, increasing energy within your brain because it's not having to deal with the feeling of the inflammation I feel like I've just spoken for you there (laughs) I don't know if that's something that you are actually experiencing no I am but I will add because I you know I love being unfiltered on here um as you were even saying earlier in your stories you're like I'm having an unfiltered conversation (laughs) yeah it, it also um not not to skirt around this it also you're talking about creating space in your mind well when your body's not busy counteracting the caffeine that I was overloading it with. I mean, we're talking about somebody who drank three strong coffees a day Mm -hmm. and then maybe also had cups of tea and isn't going for a glass of wine in the evening or more than one glass of wine, if being honest. Yeah. Um, You're not only just creating more space mentally, you're also bringing stuff up because stuff is then, has more mindset wise, stuff has the ability to now be looked at because you're not overloading it with other things that the mind needs to be focused on. And that I think is a side effect of detoxing that I've gone through in other times when I've I've been through detoxes and experiences or diets where we don't really talk about that. But that's why I'm so glad that this is such an important aspect of the kind of work that you do, because there's lots of experts out there who give you your detox or give you, you know, your meal plan. But what if you're sitting at home crying because suddenly this emotional aspect that you've buried within your body is coming up for you because I believe in that. I believe that in the work that I do, trauma and experiences get trapped in the cells of your being. 100%. And so they can get trapped in those toxins. Yeah. And this is a really interesting thing that you've just brought up because to go through a detox process, you know, you're really working with the liver. The liver is spewing out all sorts of kind of things and there's a lot of work that's going on there. The liver is phenomenal. Like, although I trained uh, as a colon hydrotherapist, I'm mad about the guts and the vagus nerve. Like the liver, I am just in awe of because <laughs> so much comes back to the liver. But talking about emotions, emotions do get stored in the liver. Anger gets stored in the liver. Trauma, trauma, as you said, gets stored in our cells. But, 
you know, the liver is holding a lot. So when we're releasing that, when we're really releasing those toxins, so much of that can come up, as you've said. And you're right, like having that support, that emotional support while you're going through that is really, really important because ultimately, you know, I, I do the same, I do my detox program multiple times a year. So the program that my clients have access to, they can do that, you know, as many times as they want or whenever they feel that they need to. But to do that for the first time, you're like, I don't know what's going on here. Like really common to go through this healing crisis. And it's important to provide that extra support because you're, you're taking your client places that they've never been before on a physical and an emotional level. Yeah, so, so right. And you mentioned something earlier about alignment. And I think this is the reason why truthfully I'm going through this experience of learning that maybe I'm not dependent on the things that I told myself I was, like caffeine and different things. And I think this is an aspect of, you know, we're talking to really ambitious female entrepreneurs right now. Most of my audience are either starting out in business or they're already, you know, further on in their businesses and they have big dreams and they have big ambitions. And that's why when you think about the alignment aspect, because you know that I know, like it's so important to be in alignment with your body, with your mind, with your business in order to create the success that you want. And yet, For a lot of women, I think the missing piece of that alignment pie is their inner alignment, like meaning not just their mindset, I mean their body. And so if you want to really thrive in your business, you have got to be the next level maybe of your success is actually looking at this. Yeah. One thing that I, what we look at with my clients is, um, you might have heard of it, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Yeah. And when you look at that, what you've got at the very bottom is food, water, and safety. They are our basic human needs. What you've got at the top is self-actualization and um, ambition. And so, so when you look at the, what we as women are starting to achieve, you know, what we want to achieve and where we're taking our businesses and what we're focused on, we're like way up here. My hands are up in the air. We're way up here, but we're missing (laughs) the food, the water, and the safety. And when we talk about safety, it's not just feeling safe in your environment. It's it's knowing how to carry your body or support your body to places that you haven't been before that you're required to go to as a female entrepreneur. And that looks like the healing that takes place, that kind of safety. And to do that, we really have to create space for that. So these are really basic human needs for us to then build on and build our businesses and our dreams and our ambitions and all the rest of it. But if we haven't got that base layer sorted, you know, it's going to be a whole wibbly wobbly shit show at some point, (laughs) somewhere along the line. It's not going to be sustainable. Absolutely. I think everyone probably reaches that point at some point where they're like, okay, I have to finally look at this. Like if I really want to keep going. I know you want to talk about the vagus nerve. So let's talk about the vagus nerve. Because I honestly, it's a term that I've never really heard about before. I, If I'm being honest, it's in my notes for this episode. Still don't really know what the vagus nerve is. So let's okay. chat about this thing. Well, let's chat about this. Because, oh, chat First of all, why I really want to chat about it. Because 
This is the real connection. This is the physiological connection in the body between your emotional health and your physical health. And I think we can all relate to a time where we're feeling mentally overloaded and it's showing up in physical form. It's manifesting into physical form. And if we ignore that for long enough, our body is going to force us to stop physically. So the vagus nerve runs throughout the whole body. It starts at the base of the brain and in the neck, runs all the way through the body, through the colon and into our reproductive organs. But it also branches out into the body. Vagus means wondering. So it's a wondering nerve. We can find it in our earlobes, in our vocal cords, but it's also connected to our liver, kidneys, colon, you know, so many areas of the body and all the vital organs. Now, this nerve is activated or working when we are not stressed. When we're stressed, Mm. it switches off. And this is why it's so key because I think as businesswomen, we stress looks very different when you're employed to when you're self-employed. And very often we don't identify or we don't see the signs so much that we're stressed when we're self-employed or we're a lot more forgiving of it because we're pouring into our own business. But stress is stress for the body. It can't differentiate that. So when the vagus nerve is deactivated, we're then interrupting a lot of processes and systems within the body that are actually working really hard to keep us alive, keep our energies up and, you know, keep us thriving. And what this then looks like is our digestion becomes affected. We don't absorb nutrients as well. We don't break down fats as easily. Our um, colon movements, our bowel movements become really sluggish. So uh, we can get skin flare-ups, IBS flare-ups. There's so many things. Hormone, um, our hormones become really, really affected by stress. And this is, this is why I really want to talk about it, because this nerve being activated plays a huge part in elevating our energy levels so that we have more energy to pour into our business. There's a real disconnect. You know, we don't, we don't look at what's going on underneath our body, what's going on underneath our skin. It just happens. You know, we wake up, we go to bed each night, we wake up every morning and live another day. But there's this whole process that's going on underneath. And I really think knowledge is power. And if you can understand that there is this real physiological connection between your emotional and your physical health, and you work with that, you can really elevate those energies. That the vagus nerve is a two-way highway. So messages from the brain get sent out into the body, and messages from the body get sent back to the brain. So they're communicating all the time. So like yourself, Helen, you were saying about inflammation, if there's something going on within the body, that's going to feed back to the brain and have an impact on our emotional health. And if we are stressed and we're suffering, you know, with our emotional health, that's also going to have an impact on the body and therefore have a knock-on effect. So how can we, I think this is probably honestly a term vagus nerve that most of our listeners have never heard before. So now that you're bringing awareness to that, why is it so important and how can we look after it in a much more loving and purposeful way? So when the vagus nerve is activated, we are in a rest and digest state. When it's not activated, we're in a fight and flight state. So to activate it and for it to be working, 
We have to shift our nervous system. To do that, you do that through self-care and time for you. And this is why it's so important. I was talking to one of my clients and, you know, we were talking about how we can build self-care into her day and this, that and the other. And, you know, she's a six-figure business earner. She's got all these incredible clients to be serving and pouring into. And she was talking about this daily walk that she really loved to go on. I thought, you know, I really hope that I can keep up after the program. And I was like, think of it like this. You going for a daily walk or doing something that you love is shifting your shifting you into a different nervous state. By doing that, you're going to be digesting your foods better. You're going to be having regular bowel movements. You're going to be less toxic. All of that feeds into more energy for yourself and your business and your clients and your family and everybody else benefits. So it's really about bringing the two together and seeing self-care that plays a necessary part within your health, but then allows you to show up with more energy within your business and serve your clients, but also have more for yourself to live life with. Mm, Absolutely. And you did mention that, especially as entrepreneurs, stress can look a little bit different. And so I'm really curious because I think for a lot of us and myself included, you can be going down the path of burnout or overwhelm or even anxiety without realizing that you are. And I would love, obviously, that everyone can catch that far before and do the groundwork so that doesn't even become a thing. So what are some of the signs that our amazing listeners can look out for that maybe, you know, it's, a, it's time to pay that part of their body or their health, you know, some real TLC? Yeah. So some of those signs are like your sleep is being affected. Your medical conditions are flaring up or being exacerbated. I know for myself, like the first thing that I notice is my chest. It's like the, the respiratory system. I really suffer in that area. And for you, Helena, it might be inflammation or, you know, within your joints and arthritis or within your back or th- wherever your weak spot is, you notice that that's flaring up. IBS, because there's that real connection between the brain and the gut, could be that it's an IBS flare up. There are so many physical signs and symptoms within the body, but also outside of the body, it's that actually you're you're kind of a bit on autopilot. You're going about your day, you're not really living intentionally, or you're not really thinking about what you're doing and why you're doing it, or you're on your fourth cup of coffee and you don't even know it. (laughs) That's me. (laughs) (laughs) Could be that you're procrastinating. Um, You know, you don't have like, there's just this mental load. You don't know where to start, decision fatigue and feeling disconnected to your goals. You're just going through the motions. So there's the physical signs within the body, but there's also kind of the signs in in the way you go about your day as well and how you're feeling about your business and with you know with how you how you're taking action within your business and how that feels that can give you a real insight as to whether you're on that fast train to burnout because we're all creating businesses that we love and that we adore but when you're on that train to burnout you're like I love what I do so why am I feeling a bit today like, why yeah. do I, why can I just hide under the sofa today? And it's that because we love what we do. Yeah. It looks and feels very different. 
And you know what? In the last few weeks have been a huge wake up call for me, health as well. Like, yeah, and that's coming from a money mindset expert who focuses on financial <laughs> abundance. You know what? There is nothing more abundant than your health. And that is a foundation to everything. So if you think, you know, it's better to just have that fourth cup of coffee or drink that bottle of wine to ignore the stress, uh, you know what? It's going to come back around and that can have a bigger knock on effect on your business. In my program, I talk with my clients about where there's nourishing the physical body and there's nourishing the soul. Nourishing the physical body is feeding the body of nutrients and what the body needs on that physical level. Nourishing the soul is having mindful moments with a glass of wine, being really present and having something because you really want to have it and really want to enjoy it. I'm a chocolate girl. I love chocolate. (laughs) And, you know, having chocolate because I really want to have it and enjoy it is very different to not eating my breakfast and like just just eating it. So we have one life, like the experiences that you get going out for dinner with your friends, with your loved ones. It's part of life to be enjoyed. Yeah. And this is another mindset shift to create and to make is that you can have everything and you can enjoy it and it cannot have that you know real effect on the body but it's about really leaning in and asking yourself like why am I having this why am I having this glass of wine tonight why am I having an extra glass if I don't really need it and I'm not that bothered it's just becoming really intentional and present with what you're doing and why you're doing it and allowing yourself to enjoy those things when you want to because it is part of life and it's part of those you know gorgeous life experiences so we don't want to deprive ourselves of those things but equally having them as more of a leaning on them to get us through the day is very different to enjoying them Mm. mindfully and you know making a real experience of it I couldn't agree more and yes to the mindfulness around all of that Now, I do want to just touch on because I think it's just, it's very real with, you know, what you're experiencing at the moment. I'd love, you know, I hope you don't mind me sharing this, but you're pregnant right now. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You're pregnant with your second baby and it's so exciting and I'm so happy for you. Oh, thank you. I also know that that fertility journey has been an interesting one for you and one that you were very mindful of because of previous experiences in your life and conditions. And so I'd love for you to just share, I know it's a little bit off the entrepreneurial topic, but I think it's important and fascinating what that experience has been like for you. Yeah, it's been a real journey. And, you know, as a mindset coach as well, my God, it's taken, (laughs) it's it's really taken me places I never thought I would go or could go. It's taken it to a whole different level. But um, it has been a real journey. I feel so blessed to be at this point. I'm so very lucky. A bit of the backstory. When I was born, I was diagnosed with a genetic um, hereditary condition called, in short, it's PCD, long-term primary ciliary dyskinesia. Alongside that is um, cystic inversus. So PCD is where the cilia within my body don't work. So none of the air that I breathe gets filtered, um, which is why I always sound like I've got cold, got a bit of a chest, you know, chesty cough. Um, And also we have cilia within our fallopian tubes. 
that move the egg along to be fertilized, though obviously they're not working either. Cytosynthesis is where every organ, it's like a mirror image, so every organ that you have one of is on the opposite side of the body. So it's quite an interesting, <laughs> it's quite an interesting like thing. Anyway, the cytosynthesis is fine, doesn't really have any impact, but of course the PCD side of things has played a real it's it was a really big thing when I was younger. I was really poorly. And it's been really interesting bringing the two worlds of orthodox medicine and alternative therapies together. And um, when I was younger, I had lots and lots of chest infections. I had grommets. I had ear issues, many operations on my ears. And it was when I trained in colon hydrotherapy that I really learned to understand my body and what was you know what it needed to heal and repair. Now this is a genetic condition, so it's never going to go away. But particularly in the last ten years, so if we just kind of jump before the last ten years, I was poorly a lot. I I had regular chest infections on lots of antibiotics. I was also in a really toxic relationship, and I was really toxic as well. You know, I wasn't my emotional health wasn't great. And all of that. And that played a huge part in exacerbating my condition. When I really learned to understand what my body needed, and part of that was creating this happy, safe, positive environment for myself. And this goes, you know, onto a different level of self love and self care and really feeding your body on so many levels from a place of love, my body started to heal. And in the last 10 years, I've had one stint in hospital. And that was when I was pregnant with Theo, (laughs) Um, which to me is phenomenal. And it just goes to show my lung functions are normal for normal people, which is phenomenal because I've had part of my lung removed. And there's obviously they're working at a lesser capacity. And it's really showed me that we don't have to accept our health as it is right now. We are in full control of how we really take care of ourselves and how much we work with our bodies to try and heal and repair. And our bodies do that all the time. They're always regenerating. So it's been, it's been a huge shift for me. Part, part of obviously that is with the IVF and the fertility as well. But detoxing for me has been a huge, huge part in not only improving my overall health, but really supporting my body through fertility treatment and also the resetting in between fertility treatment because you're obviously pumping a lot of um, hormones and medication into your body. So we've had, in total, we've had four rounds and that's a lot of medication if you're not going through that reset and really resetting the liver and allowing your body to to reset in between um, treatments. So yeah, it has been, I've absolutely loved it. I've loved being my own best (laughs) case study and seeing how, you know, where I can take my body and where I can take my health and how I can support 
you know, the medical, you know, all the fertility stuff, how I can support myself physically going and mentally Mm. going through that. I think that story is so powerful. And obviously you knew that when, I know this just because we've talked about it privately, but you knew going into trying for a baby that you would have to start with IVF. Like that wasn't like a second option down the line. Like that was number one, we're doing IVF. That's it. Um, And I actually think it's absolutely incredible. It's like a little miracle that of four of those treatments, you've got two babies. I I just think that's incredible. It actually makes me feel a little bit emotional. (laughs) (laughs) I know, it's amazing. But it's also amazing with, um, this just kind of leaning into the talk of supplements, with the difference between my first egg collection and my second egg collection was huge. And I think supplements really plays a part in that. But, you know, it, it's, yeah, it's just a whole new world. And I think we can do our own research and really understand our bodies to help give us, a, you know, the best chance of supporting ourselves. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, would you mind sharing a little bit about if you knew going in that you would be experiencing IVF, like how did you prepare your body? What were some of those supplements? What are some of the things that maybe if somebody is listening and later on down the line, or they're in that phase of their lives now, Mm. there are things that they can start doing starting today that will serve them a year, two years, even three years from now when that is a priority for them. I mean, I've learned so much on my journey so far with this, and I wish we talked about this more. That's why I'm asking this. I think what I just want to say at this point is that there is a whole world out there and so much information that I would hate for anyone to be listening and thinking, oh my God, I've got to do all these things. And in some ways, my journey was because I already had the knowledge of detoxing, it was very easy for me to build on that knowledge. But as a real starting point, look at a supplement called CAQ10, which um, is a really powerful antioxidant. It helps to improve the quality of the cells, of, of the eggs, basically. And there's a really great book called It Starts With The Egg. Obviously, there's so many other facts that can fall into this. It might be a male kind of fertility thing going on there. And there's so many different layers to this. But in terms of preparation and knowledge, and I think It Starts With The Egg is a really great book to read. There is a lot in there, but I would say read it with an open mind, take bits as um, you feel that you, you know, that you can resonate with or that you feel you can implement and start there. Um, And also making sure that your, your body is actually working properly. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but to me, that's like having a daily poop if not two (laughs) every single day because that means that your body is actually getting rid of toxins within the body and what we want to do is create this really great environment to be able to grow a baby if our bowels aren't moving at least at the minimum once a day which to me you know in an ideal world I'd like two please but if our bowels aren't (laughs) moving regularly our liver can be detox doing its job, but then it gets to the colon. It's not going anywhere because that person's constipated. And then the liver is having mm. to work harder because your body is reabsorbing the toxins within the colon. 
And for as long as it's working mm. hard doing that, it can't actually support the hormones required to, you know, create this baby. So there's there's so many layers to it, but it's a real starting point. COQ10, read it starts with the egg. And please make sure you're having one to do really lovely, healthy daily poops. <laughs> this is the first time we've talked about poops on the girls podcast. Do you know what? I am I am dead chuffed that we've like got to nearly however many minutes in, and this is the only I'm only just starting to talk about poop. We've done well. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. And thank you for your CoQ10 tip because you told me about that a few months ago, and I have both myself and my husband taking it. It really helps yeah. with men as well. It's really good. And um, for women, uh, our egg quality is determined three months prior to the egg being released. So mm. it's also allowing your body time to, you know, for things to work and get into the system. Yeah, absolutely. And it is a journey. You know, I know this is again off topic, but fertility is a journey. And you know, I know a lot of people, myself included, who thought, oh, you know, on this date, I will start. And then on that date, when I start thinking about this, then I'm going to yeah. implement, you know, these kinds of things or this kinds of awareness. And I'm like, yeah, but you can be prepping your body to be in prime position a year, two years, three years, even before you've even met the man you want to be with yeah. to have the baby, you know, like, and I also think this is for women, whether you want to have a baby or not outside of fertility, just knowing how to really support yourself through your cycles and your hormone health, yeah. all of this is interlinked and just so important for us to educate ourselves on. That's it. And I think stress management, you know, it was very different for me because I didn't have that monthly. I knew at 16 that we needed to, I would need IVF. So it, I never had the, am I pregnant this month? Oh God, you know, got that monthly, has it happened? But there was still a lot of hoops and just processes to go through with the treatment. And I remember, even in my journaling, it's really strange that even in my journaling, I never spoke about the baby or it was just too painful. Then I woke up one morning and I was like, just need to channel this out. Like there's so much in my head that I'm not saying because I'm in this protective mode even though I'm actively and physically going through this, you know, process. And um, I just journaled out and like, it was like, I'm just surrendering. What will be, will be. And it's amazing, actually, that everything then started to fall into place so much quicker. As soon as I started acknowledging how I felt and surrendering to that, like honoring that and surrendering to that, and everything just fell into place so much quicker. So. There are so many different layers to to it, but ultimately it's just being kind to ourselves, I think, and remembering that we're human and we're allowed to have all of these different emotions going through this these processes that mean so much to us. Yeah, absolutely. We could talk about a whole other podcast on fertility, <laughs> but I did but I did just want to acknowledge that and I, I thank you for sharing that story and obviously congratulations on your pregnancy. I'm so excited to meet online to meet your next baby. <laughs> no, thank you so much. But with that being said, coming back to everything that we've chatted about um on so many levels, in your line of work, I know you're so passionate 
and you're so great at sharing value. Like what are three, maybe there's more than three things that you just wish if you could shout from the, like the rooftops, women would start implementing in their lives and in their house starting today. Um, the first one would be, I'm going to have to make a note of these as I'm saying them. The first one would be actually seeing themselves as a priority. We have our main priority, which might be our children. We might be caring for someone. We might have animals, we might have horses, we might have other commitments. But above all of that, I call it a smidgy wee-wee. This is a Frankie word. There's this little smidgy wee-wee section (laughs) above all of that where we as women and as individuals sit. And that's not to say that, you know, you choose yourself over your children because, of course, your children or your main priority, they need you and they're depending on you. But that means that you carve out time to give yourself what you need as a priority so that then you can feed into everything else that you're doing within your business and outside of your business. Um, The second thing would be... Wait, before we go to the second thing, can I just stop for one moment? Because know what, you've not, you've also gone 57 minutes without making up a word and you, this is your trademark thing. Frankie <laughs> you will voice note me or message me and she'll just say the cutest but funniest words. What the hell is a smidgy woo-woo? Like, a, I can't, it's a, like a smidgy section. <laughs> You know, like a smidge is just like a little yeah. smidge. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll have a smidge of wine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like a small bit. Okay. Yeah. There's a small section. There we go. I could have just said a small section rather than a smidgy woo <laughs> <laughs> No, I prefer smidgy woo-woo. I'm going to use that. I've just had to pause for a moment and just uh, acknowledge that new word that I just learned about. Okay. Second option. Second, second thing that they should implement. <laughs> Sorry to cut you off. No, not at all. Second option is to drink enough water. Like the power in drinking two liters of water. It's so basic. And when I look at actually the knowledge or how I'm supporting my clients, it's not really rocket science. But there's obviously all of the habits and things that we've created behind that that prevents us from implementing self care. And Simply drinking enough water is one of the things that we neglect or that we don't do for whatever reason. But our body needs water. Our systems within our body needs water. And water goes such a long way to for mental clarity, for keeping our process, for keeping our colon nice and regular. Um, you know, all of those mm-hmm. things, just keeping the body working and those processes going, water goes a really long way. And the third thing is to, oh gosh, that's a tricky one. I'm going to go with the third one is don't underestimate the power of really spending time with the people that you love and how that shifts your nervous system, how that elevates your health, how that really grounds you, resets you, you know, being able to spend the time with the people that you love. To me, is the true meaning of success. Like that to me, having the time to be able to do that is, is what it's all about. We're building our businesses to have this freedom of our time 
so that we can do all the things and be with the people that we love the most. So yeah, really, really kind of being present with the time that we are with our family, making time for our family and not underestimating the power of that, that that has on our health, but also mm. how that feeds back into our business and supports our, yeah. um, the business growth as well. Absolutely. Love all of those. And they're actually things that we can all start implementing right now. <laughs> we can all do more of, can't we? Thank you so much for joining us for this conversation. It has been beautiful. I'm sure we'll be back at some point to dive even more into these topics. But before we say goodbye, where can people go and learn more about you or connect with you? Where should they go? I'm mostly on Instagram over at the Success Whisperer. Um, I have also shared a link with Helena for my vagus nerve activation meditation, which I think will be in the Mm -hmm. show notes. So you can really lean into that and enjoy that. So my main platform is Instagram at the Success Whisperer. Awesome. Awesome. And you have a website too, don't you? The Success Whisperer. I'll put that in the show notes below. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us, Frankie. And thank you for sharing all of your wisdom and knowledge. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. If you loved today's episode, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button because women supporting women is my jam. And if you want extra daily doses of motivation, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at girl underscore unfiltered and go ahead and screenshot this episode. Send me a DM and share your biggest takeaway because I love hearing from you and I just really want to drop into your DMs basically. (laughs) So I'm sending you so much love and abundance and have an amazing day.